every conversation I had was so incredible. It, it really felt like outside of getting to know the person and their story that I was helping other people listening and just knowing like, wow, someone could listen to my podcast for free every week and potentially change their life. Like that is enough purpose for me, right? My job didn't fulfill me, you know, selling influencers every day, like did not fulfill me making all that money did not fulfill me. It was like, I can use my voice to help people for free. It was like too good to be true. And I was like, this is why I'm doing it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Reif, and this podcast covers lifestyle, travel, mindset, manifestation, and entrepreneurship. Today's podcast is going to be a solo episode. It's all about how my podcast changed my life and how podcasting could potentially change yours as well. I wanted to add context to how my podcast changed my life because it's not just about the opportunities or the people that it's brought into my life. I really think podcasts has helped me shape a lot of my confidence, trust myself, and really develop the gifts that I have. And I want to get into like the background around it, what changed, how it's evolved, and how, again, podcasting could potentially change your life as well. And the reason this idea came up was because I'm actually enrolling right now for a group course called Mic Drop. It's going to be a 10-week course all about launching your very own podcast. So if you're, you're someone that's been sitting on the fence and you've been thinking about it, but you're like, I don't know how to get it up and running. I don't know what microphone to get. I get really overwhelmed by the technical steps. I will walk you through every single piece of podcasting, including the art of interviewing and storytelling. Because to me, that's one of the most important pieces outside of all the other technical things. And I want to make sure you understand every piece and you're not just like launching a podcast and then don't know how to sustain it or run it. Mic drop is going to be the place for you to figure all that out. So as I was putting mic drop together, I was like, wait a second where is this like coming from, right? Like where I know people want to podcast, but like, what is the point of podcasting? And then it got my whole head spinning of like, wow, my podcast has really shaped my life. Like, especially in the last four years, it really has given me purpose. It's been a sense of self-expression. And because of that, I'm really wanting everybody to start a podcast and share their own message. And that's why I opened one-on-one -on -one podcast mentorship. And I actually sold those spots out before I even mentioned it. I did open one more spot. So if you want to be a, in my podcast mentorship, which is one-on-one -on -one work and get your podcast launched and up and running, or if you're a podcaster that just needs some help with tweaking and growing, let me know as well. Like I said, I opened one more spot. But that's where this whole idea for this podcast came from was like, my podcast has truly changed my life. And I truly think it could change your life as well. So let's start with the background of my podcast and like my background in general. I went to school in undergrad for broadcast media, broadcast journalism, media and communication studies. I thought I was going to work at a news station. That was like my big dream. I thought I was going to be a sports reporter on ESPN. I loved Aaron Andrews. I loved Samantha Ponder. I was trying to get internships at ESPN. Like I loved doing that. I loved hosting. I loved speaking. I loved interviewing. I took classes on all that stuff. And it was really such a passion of mine. Like I loved storytelling. And my friends would always tell me too, like you always tell really good stories and your voice is captivating. And I just knew I wanted to do something with communication 
communications and media. And so when sports reporting came about, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I get to write stories on athletes. I get to host. I get to interview them. And that was my big dream. I quickly learned that the industry is extremely competitive, extremely low pay when you're starting out, a lot of moving around. Of course, I don't know how things have changed in the digital landscape, but I saw friends getting into that and just like totally being burnt out and not actually loving what they were doing. And it just kind of clicked like, I don't know that this is a long-term sustainable thing that I'd want to do. And I just started shifting around my thoughts like maybe I need to do something else. So I ended up going to grad school for digital media and storytelling, because as you can guess, the word storytelling really enticed me. And the whole program, which I really appreciate, was about telling stories through different mediums. So through audio, through photography, through the written word, through poems, like through everything. Like we were learning so much stuff about writing and content marketing and data and and interviewing and, and so many creative ways to express yourself and storytell. And that program really opened my eyes to other ways that I could storytell that maybe wasn't interviewing. And I was like really into photography. I was getting really into design. I actually took a magazine design class and I thought I was going to end up doing like graphic design or something. So while I'm in this program, this program was only at night, by the way. So it was only like three days a week, just at night. And I was like, I need to fill my day up with something else. Like I cannot just sit around all day and wait until the nighttime to go to these two hour classes and then just come home until school is over. Cause my school was like two years. And I was like, I'm going to go to my school's career fair and I'm going to try to find a part-time job that will be somewhere in the field instead of going to work at a restaurant or do something that I don't really want to be doing. Let me at least just take an internship or a part-time job in the field, which will obviously help me when I graduate. So I go to this career fair and I actually end up meeting this company that did content and influencer marketing. Back at that time, this was like 2014, I think. So yeah, this is a, seven years ago. This is when blogging and stuff was like really blowing up. I remember not even really understanding what the company did. I was like, what is influencer marketing? Like, what do you mean people get paid to post about products? I thought they were a celebrity talent agency. <laughs> so I took this job thinking that it was like I, I was going to be working with celebrities because that's the influencers they were using in their marketing campaigns were like more well-known celebrities. So I barely knew what influencer marketing was, barely knew what content marketing was. And then through my time at that company, I obviously quickly learned what it was. And my company ended up acquiring actually like two or three content marketing companies and other influencer marketing companies. And it really just opened my eyes to this world of like digital content creation. And so I was immersed in it, right? Like my job every day was to look at influencers, pitch their content, evaluate their engagement rates, find their brand message and see if it aligned with the brands that we were working with, craft up ideas. I mean, it really was being creative around the clock. So while I was doing this job, it kind of started to click like, wait a second, the people that I'm pitching are content creators. And that is what my background is in. Remember, I told you I went to school for this to design to tell stories to interview to shoot video. And I was like, why am I not creating content? Like this seems silly. I'm actually doing I have the skill set to do that. But I'm selling people. Now, also keep in mind, I was like 24 or 25 when I took that job. 
and I was a salesperson working with really big brands. And so the money was really good in my industry being a salesperson. So the whole idea of like being a content creator was exciting, but it was also like, I'm making great money in sales. I don't really need to spin my wheels doing that because something that I saw actually, and this is kind of a lesson for anybody that's in influencer marketing is the brands would always limit the influencer's creativity. So this influencer would come up with an idea, but the brand would be like, no, 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 we need you to shoot it this way. You need to do it this way. You have to say it this way. Obviously that brief change throughout the years and brands understood like let influencers speak in their own voice, but that part didn't attract me. I was like, I don't want to be a content creator and then have to water down my message or way of speaking just for the brand and have my message be again, not mine. So I always put that idea on the back burner about four or five years in when I was really learning all the ins and outs of content, because at this time now we were working for brands, actual owned pages where we were creating content for their blogs and their, their like home pages and stuff. So I was learning all about SEO and bylines and writing. I mean, everything you can think of like content funnels. I really learned the world of content and influencer marketing. I was at that job for about six years. So then it starts to hit me one day where I'm like, okay, this is something I really need to bring up. Like I need to be doing content marketing. I need to be doing my own content creation. And I remember at some point I tried to start a blog. And I think after one post, I was like, no, this is not happening. We are not doing blogs. I remember taking pictures and formatting the photos and editing and writing. And I was like, this is just like not my jam. And remember my background was in like interviewing and being on camera and hosting and storytelling. And so writing and taking pictures and stuff, it was like, it felt okay, but it didn't feel natural. So quickly gave up blogging. And then I was like, well, what other platform is there? Because I was really burned out from Instagram because that's like all we were pitching, really burned out from pitching like video creators. And by the way, video is a hard fucking job. If you've ever edited video or know someone who does, that to me is one of the hardest jobs to think about lighting and how the camera's angled and the time of day. I mean, I'm getting like anxiety just thinking about it because video editing is so hard. So I was like, I don't want to be a YouTuber. I don't want to do anything with video. But then I just kept thinking half my job was thinking visually, right? Like everything was Instagram and blogs and pictures and videos. So I was like, well, what can I do that's not visual? And then podcasts started coming out. Now, what's interesting is when I started listening to podcasts is when I was in one of the most depressive periods of my life, I was doing really well at work. Like I said, I was making really good money, but I felt very depleted. And this was like a lot of personal stuff going on, just dating really awful guys. And I'm talking like really bad guys, like guys that were dealing drugs, guy, a guy told me to go fuck myself on the second date, like awful people. Okay. And then I just felt like I was drowning all my sorrows on the weekend, blacking out. I'm, I'm talking like full on blackouts, not just like once in a while I was blacking out every weekend, drinking like Thursday night to Sunday night, drinking on the weekdays. And yes, it was super fun at that time. But I remember I would go through low low periods where I was like, this does not feel good. Like it does not feel good to be ordering a cheeseburger at 11 AM because I'm so hungover and then eating hibachi an hour later and then ordering chicken nuggets two hours later because I'm so hungover. Like I felt like a shriveled old raisin. <laughs> like, that's what the visual I'm thinking of. 
So between like my health just not being great, just dating bad guys, and then just feeling like also pretty burnt out at work because I mean, anybody can relate to this. Like after a while, you're just coming in, working, leaving, rinse and repeat. And I just remember feeling like so down. And then I found podcasts. And my very first podcast I listened to was Serial, throwback. And I loved how they told stories because they told stories in the way that I learned to tell them in my grad school program, where they would, you know, bring in footage from the court and um, interview the subject matter, or excuse me, interview the subjects, and then like bring in sound. So it felt like you were like really in the room with the person. I was like, wow, this is a really fascinating way to listen to a story. And I can do it while I'm doing other things. So I could listen to cereal while I was cooking or, you know, commuting to work or anything. And I loved that. And then I found um, another self-development podcast. I don't even know if it's still going on. I need to check. It was called The Art of Charm. And it was so interesting to listen to. I actually think it was like self-development for men, but I found it so fascinating of like, learning so much information about health and cooking and mindset. And I quickly became a podcast junkie, like overload. I mean, I started listening to every podcast I could think of. And then I found the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast, which I'm sure many of you listen to. Lauren was actually the inspiration truly for getting my podcast off the ground because I had thought about, well, maybe this is the medium for me but I let my mindset get in the way. Like, well, who am I to speak? I'm not an influencer. I don't have a platform. Like who the hell is going to listen to my podcast? And I remember Lauren and Michael starting their podcast and they were just like, you just have to do it, like do it and figure it out and then adjust it. And that message they kept hammering home over and over. And I remember being like, yeah, just fucking do it and see what happens. Like you have subject, you have this skill set, you have subject matter experts that you want to interview. And it's something that you like doing. I've always liked doing that. So then it clicked, like maybe podcasting is my creative outlet. So I had this like strike of lightning feeling one day. And this has happened every time where I feel like I am living in my purpose. This happened when I decided to do coaching. And this happened with podcasting where I got this fire like that day. I remember being at work. I remember it so vividly where I was like, I'm starting a podcast. And I figured out the name. It was originally called Oh My Pod, which I thought was so cheeky. <laughs> oh My Pod. And then I made the graphic for the cover art on Canva, which is free. I remember already having like the idea for it because at this point I was listening to a lot of health and wellness podcasts and it was so intriguing that I wanted that to be my focus as well. And yeah, I was like, we're doing this. And then I remember ordering a microphone that I saw. I can't even remember who recommended it to me. I think I just maybe read it in an article. It was a really heavy duty microphone. And I was like, we're doing this. Also, this is a side note, but it's kind of important to note is that I was working at a WeWork in Chicago, not for WeWork, but my company was in a WeWork and they had a room that looked like a studio. And so it felt very official and like really exciting to put this podcast together and then almost feel like I had a studio, right? It's like, if I don't know, if you want to be a dancer and all of a sudden you have a home stage, it's like, holy shit, this is like exactly what I need as a beautiful studio. So it was really easy for me to like click into the feeling of like, yes, this is working out. I am going to be a podcast host. So my original focus again was health and wellness. And by the way, I got my name, Oh My Pod, from scrolling the top charts and just seeing like what sounded punny and cheeky and fun. And I remember seeing Pod Save America. And I was like, oh, that's a funny play on words. Like Pod is obviously alluding to God. 
And then it kind of clicked like, God, oh my God, oh my pod. And the reason for that too was like having conversations that made you say, oh my God, I didn't know about that or OMG, you know, I never saw that perspective in my life. So I, I quickly named it that. And then I just started to reach out to people in Chicago that were in the health and wellness space. And I was really into this at this point too, like investing in myself. So I interviewed my chiropractor. I interviewed this lady that gave me colonics. I interviewed like facialists. I just tried to interview anybody I could in the health and wellness space. And it was just feeling so aligned and so fun because it was coming so naturally to me because it was what I had done in the past that also the conversations I was having started to get me out of that rut. Like hearing about people's stories with health and wellness. Because when I was going to these interviews, I was kind of thinking of it as like a way for them to just like talk about their company and, you know, what being a chiropractor is and what is chiropractic care, for example. And then it slowly ended up being like, they would tell me their stories of how they overcame health issues or their purpose of why they started it and the transformations they've had. And I was like, wait, this podcast is quickly turning into like stories about the people, not just what the subject is that we're talking about. And hearing their stories inspired me. I was like, oh my God, this person used to have this issue or this problem. Like I can easily, not easily, but I can access them through my podcast and ask them information. So I remember too, having a meditation center owner come on the podcast and learning all about meditation and ended up going to meditation classes there and like loving meditation. Then that would actually turn into a referral. Like someone would, I would interview someone and they would be like, oh, I think you would love this person. They're a functional medicine doctor and this person. So it was really easy for the content to come in because a, people love talking about themselves, right? Like, it's really not that hard, in my opinion, to book guests. But B, it was a chance for them to share their message on a deeper level and share their story. So through the interviews, I felt like I was learning things and asking questions the same way as if I were to like go out to coffee or a lunch date with them. But then it was also helping people outside of me, right? Like if I went to lunch with them, it's only me that gets to have that conversation. When I get to record that conversation, now I can share it with a bunch of people and potentially help them. That was a really big driving factor. And it started to give me a sense of purpose and get me out of that depressive episode that I was in. I started looking forward to the podcast every week. It was like my baby. I was like, this is it. It was also really funny because when guests would come to the WeWork, they thought it was like my studio or like my full-time job. So they're like, oh, this is so fun. You do this full-time. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> I'm like doing this before work, after work, during lunch. I really got resourceful with how I made the podcast work. But again, it was just such a fun time for me. Now, I was doing weekly episodes and anybody that started a podcast can probably relate to this is like, eventually I hit a wall where I was doing everything myself too. I don't think I had an editor at this point. And I was trying to build social media and build a website and while I'm working full time, by the way. And then as we all know, like influencer marketing only gets bigger and bigger every year. So my work started getting busier and busier. And I just felt like I couldn't keep up with it doing an hour interview every week. Something to keep in mind is like, it's not just the interview. It's the prep time. It's getting in touch with the guests beforehand. It's making sure that they're okay with the questions you ask. It's the post time, the editing, the, the graphics, everything involved. So a one hour weekly podcast quickly was turning into like three or four hours of work every week on top of like wanting to maintain a social life, wanting to go out and then obviously working full time. 
So totally hit a wall. And I remember actually, I think I stopped doing it for like four or five months. And I kind of was like, well, you know, whatever. It was just a hobby anyway. If I want to pick it up again, I will. And I just like let myself have that space. And weirdly enough, I started to feel down again. And I was like, why am I feeling so down? Like, didn't we just go through this like a year ago? Why is this happening? And then it kind of clicked again. I was like, oh my God, you know why? Like the ripple effect of my podcast wasn't just like helping people that were listening. It really was helping me. And like, integrating some of the lessons I was learning from the podcast way later after I recorded them was so helpful. And now it's like I had just cut that off by totally stopping my podcast. So then I decided, okay, I'm going to start doing it again. And something I want to share too is I started doing solo episodes kind of as filler episodes when I didn't have a guest. And I found the feedback from the solos was incredible. People would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you went through that. Thanks for sharing. Or I feel the exact same way. I didn't know anybody else felt like this. And I was like, wait, what? Like, doesn't everybody feel this? Like, isn't this something we can all relate to? And it really prompted me to start sharing more of my story. So if you go back to my podcast in the beginning, I have such a mix of guests that were like health and wellness, but I also started sharing more about myself. I interviewed my mom. I interviewed my sister. Like it was just fun to bring a personal element into it. And surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly, those podcasts were the ones that were doing really well. So just really another kind of nod to me to like keep sharing my story no matter what. So then I decide, okay, I'm going to keep doing this podcast and every conversation I had was so incredible. It, it really felt like outside of getting to know the person and their story that I was helping other people listening and just knowing like, wow, someone could listen to my podcast for free every week and potentially change their life. Like that is enough purpose for me, right? My job didn't fulfill me, you know, selling influencers every day, like did not fulfill me making all that money did not fulfill me. It was like, I can use my voice to help people for free. It was like too good to be true. And I was like, this is why I'm doing it. It also opened up a lot of opportunities for me. Also, the people I was talking to, I'm sure you guys have seen, like I've booked some pretty big guests and this is without having like a super large following. I don't have like millions of downloads. I My website is kind of outdated. I barely post on the social media page. I just started that last year. And it, I, what I realized is the, com the, the podcast gave me confidence where whenever I booked these guests, I had this mindset of like, they'll say yes, because they want to talk about themselves and promote themselves. If they don't say yes, it's just maybe a not yet. And I'll have the opportunity to talk to them in the future. Or it's simply like they don't have the time, right? Like some of these people are truly too big to be able to block out 30 minutes to an hour during their week to talk to me, but I didn't take it personal. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Looking back, podcasts like taught me the, the mindset piece of my life that I feel like I now teach to so many of my students and clients is like, wow, why do I feel so sure of myself when I'm emailing these big guests? And why don't I take it as a personal attack when they say no? And why am I totally okay with like emailing them and, and pitching them as if I know something? And it was like, wow, that was a really big learning lesson and like confidence and humility and not taking things personally. So my podcast actually started to teach me a lot of life lessons. So I'm starting to like realize how many life lessons this taught me, even speaking now to you all looking back, I'm like, it wasn't just purpose. It was like purpose, humility, confidence, 
really valuing transparency too. Like if you've listened to this podcast, I try to share as much as I can behind the scenes because I feel like that's the biggest thing missing in this world is like context and transparency. And I would just get so frustrated watching influencers content And I'm like, okay, but what is the rest of the story? And I don't even need to, like, I don't want everybody to be seeking out the bad side of things. Like, that's not what I'm saying. It just felt like there was always a piece of the puzzle missing with people's stories. Like I would watch a YouTube video or an Instagram story and I'm like, okay, but what's like the full story? And then when influencers would get a podcast, I was like, oh, okay, now we have the full story. So then it started changing my perception of people too. When people would start podcasts, I was like, wow, I have a whole different understanding of them. I understand where they're coming from. I get to hear more of their message and they're not limited creatively. So that's another way I think the podcast changed my life was like self-expression, but not being censored and watered down, right? Like I don't have to fit it into a 150 character caption or a whatever the limit is on Instagram. And I don't have to fit it into a 60 second Instagram story frame. I have the freedom to make this podcast as short as long as I want. And I can talk about whatever the hell I want right? Like this podcast has covered a lot of topics and I could still next week start talking about the challenge on MTV and do a recap, right? And I actually have had someone from the challenge on. And that's what I love about podcasting is like you have the creative expression and freedom to talk and do whatever you want. And then I think one of the last things in the way it changed my life is like it led me to what I'm doing now. Guys, I grew up in Satellite Beach, Florida. If you look on a map, it's like barely visible. You have to zoom, zoom, zoom. It's on an island. It's so small. Everyone there, like we all kind of do the same thing, right? We go to high school, we go to college, and then everybody ends up working pretty traditional jobs. Like rarely do you hear of like crazy entrepreneurship coming from Satellite Beach, Florida. So entrepreneurship was like already not really in my energy field until college more so when I started graduating and seeing people be entrepreneurs. And then it wasn't until podcasts happened that I would listen to entrepreneur stories, right? I love how I built this, the podcast, because it talks about entrepreneur stories. And I remember thinking like, okay, wait, it's actually really cool to hear the reason why I like how I built this is because of the transparency that they provide, right? The the people that are on there give you context to how they build their business. And it was so eye-opening, like, wait, that's what my podcast could do. And then I started listening to podcasters of entrepreneurs. And then it, it all kind of started clicking. Like, no one has this figured out. Everyone's learning as they go. Everyone's launching and adjusting. Everyone's figuring every step out of the way why can't I do the same thing? Because I had heard so many podcasts about it before, right? So with coaching, I remember like listening to Manifestation Babes podcast, who my friend recommended me to. And she's like, oh, you know, you've been talking about mindset on your podcast. And I think you would like this woman. And I listened to her podcast. And I was like, wow, this is a really cool podcast. And I just remember thinking, cool podcast, but like not much else. And it really wasn't until last year when I had that other strike of lightning moment where I figured out I wanted to be a coach that it all started to tie together. I was like, holy shit, Chelsea, you have had manifestation and mindset coaches on your podcast. You listen to mindset manifestation coaches podcasts. Those are the podcasts that change your life. 
oh my God. And that's when the puzzle piece came together. Like I need to be coaching. And it's like, I've already kind of been coaching or talking about my own learning lessons and teaching through my podcast. Now it's all tying it together. So I feel like my podcast kind of led me to what I'm doing now. And the reason I share every piece of the way is because I didn't know where I would be today, right? Like if you told me four years ago, you're going to be a coach and helping people launch their own podcast or their own business or get out of their own way. And your podcast is going to help people and you're going to use your voice. I would have been like, what? Right. I would have been like, no, like the podcast is just a fun little hobby. I didn't know what the podcast was going to be. I just kept doing it every week because I enjoyed it. And I loved the conversations because again, it was like being able to take someone on a lunch date and ask whatever I wanted to ask, but then having the benefit of having other people hear that conversation. So if you want to start a podcast, not only do I think it can bring you massive personal transformation? It can open up so many opportunities for yourself, so many networking opportunities, so much creative expression, so much purpose. And I also feel like it's the one medium where people truly can do other things, right? Like most of you probably are doing something right now where you don't have to sit and just listen to this, which I love because you can just pause and go. So it's like, I can basically say whatever I want, unfiltered, talk about whatever I want, how I want. It's like, I'm, I'm the producer of my own life with this podcast. And then you all get to listen. However you want to listen. You don't have to like sit down and make a space and start listening to my podcast. And that's why I love podcasting in general is the opportunity to listen and do other things. So I really want you to think about how podcasting could change your life, not only in just sharing your story and how it could help others, but your own personal development. Again, I don't think I would have known how much the podcast would take me to this point in my life had I not done it, but I had to do it. I've changed the name, by the way. I found out another podcast was called Oh My Pod, and they owned a few of the social channels, and then I owned a few of the social channels. So it's kind of just a mess. Ended up changing the name. And I remember being like, but I wouldn't have known to do that if I didn't just start it. I didn't know I was going to be a coach. I didn't know I would get to interview some bigger people. I didn't know where the podcast was going to take me, but I knew I wanted to share my voice in some way. And that was not through blogging. It was not through video. It was not through YouTube. It was through the podcast. And through that, I've been able to find my purpose. So this podcast truly has changed my life, not only, again, because of my creative expression, but the messages you all leave me of how it can change your life or how it has changed your life, that is is enough to keep me going. I have not made a single dime off this podcast. I don't have brand sponsors. I I don't like monetize this podcast in the traditional way. Because to me, it's about just sharing the content and the story and the value. This was never meant to be a channel to just like monetize, because obviously, I, I love talking so much. But also, again, it was to share other people's stories and lift their messages up too. And that's the other thing. That's one of my favorite things is like lifting up other women and other people. I get to give people the opportunity to share their story and in turn help them help other people with their story. So it really is like a gift that keeps on giving. It is my favorite platform to be on. It's my favorite thing to do. And it has given me such a sense of purpose. It got me out of that depressive episode in 2016. It's allowed me to talk to industry leaders as well as people that are just like the girls next door. And all of those stories are truly like they're all, they all have shaped my life. Hearing everyone's story, I always take away something and like apply it to my life or think about it or reflect on it. Even if it's not in the moment and later on, 
it's like every story that I get to hear is a blessing. And this podcast, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do that without this podcast, right? So if you want to start your own podcast, I highly recommend it. I think it is one of the most fun things to do. It's the most uncensored, unfiltered. You can do whatever you want. Like I said, uh, there's no limit to what you can talk about. I've seen podcasts that review tater tots, podcasts that just talk about the Bravo housewives podcasts that are three minute podcasts with astrology readings. Like I fucking love that this world exists because you can do whatever you want, talk to whoever you want. And if you think about it too, you get to pick people's brains, quote unquote, for free, right? Like instead of just DMing an influencer or an author or something, get a podcast and invite them on and have a full on conversation with them and actually ask them what you would ask them if you were out to coffee. Like that's incredible. That's like one of the only platforms you can do that. So it's so much fun for collaboration, lifting people up, sharing your story, and really just being a sense of creativity for you. I could ob obviously go on and on. Like we've been talking for 30 minutes now because that's how much I love this podcast and how much it's changed my life. And I really think it could help you and change your life too. So I'm trying to practice not rambling. So I'm going to cut off the podcast here. But if you do want to launch your own podcast, definitely take Mic Drop. It's going to be a 10-week course that starts in mid-May. And the format is going to be very simple. I intentionally made it 10 weeks so that we could do small step-by-steps because I'm not sure that people know how much is involved in the prep time to launch it. And I want people to take proper time to integrate and learn what they need to in front of launching and then actually launching and then practicing interviewing, storytelling, and how they want to lay out everything because there's also so many ways to do a podcast, right? You could do seasons, you could do topics, you could just do interviews. There's so many fun things that you can do with podcasts. So I wanted to allow enough time for everybody to integrate and make sure that their podcast is truly a reflection of them. So mic drop is open for enrollment. I will drop the link in the show notes. And I do have one space open for one on one mentorship. So if you want to either get your podcast launched quicker or have more of that one to one feedback, then podcasting mentorship, the one on one portion would probably be best for you. But mic drop is also an amazing option as well if you want to move a bit slower and in a group. Both are awesome and both have payment plans and both are amazing. So I am so fucking excited to get started. I'm already working with so many women that are talking about what their podcast is going to be about. And I, I honestly get chills and it makes me almost emotional because it's, it's a place where you can like truly use your voice. And I'm not just talking literally, right? It's like, I feel like so many people have so many things to say and they either A, don't say it or B, they just feel limited by the creative options that they have. Like they don't want to edit video. They don't want to shoot pictures and edit them. They don't want to write. And I'm like, voice, use your voice. That is a gift that is so powerful. Like you get to hear your story and your personality and your intention and your inflection. Like so much can be said with a voice and your tone that again, I'm trying not to ramble, but like, it really does make me so fucking excited to see people launching their podcast because it's like, finally you're owning your story and your gift and your voice, and you're going to share it in whatever way that is meant to come out. I couldn't be happier to see how many people are starting podcasts. So again, 
Mic drops open, one-on-one mentorships open. And as always, you all know where to find me at Chelsea Rife or at non-expert opinion pod. You can also go to my websites, chelsearife.com or in my non-expert opinion.com. And I will always link everything in show notes. And if you found value out of this podcast, or if you're a longtime listener, even a first time listener, I would greatly appreciate reviews. They help spread the word and continue to book amazing guests to have incredible conversations with. And also, to be honest, words of affirmation is my love language. So every time I get a review, I basically cry. So if you want to make my day, that would also be appreciated. But I will also send you a guided meditation. So if you want to go ahead and take a screenshot of your review, try to take it before you send it to because Apple is weird about like the turnaround times, it would help if you take it before you submit it, send it to my email, or you could even DM me. And then I will send you a free guided meditation and nice short and sweet one that you can kick off your morning or evening to. And yeah, I will absolutely appreciate if you do that. All right, everyone, I'm going to wrap this up. I will see you next week.